church just minus the snow <laughs> hello everybody draven carter very professionally says hello my fellow americans i appreciate hello. that that's basically an address from the president right there <laughs> guys it's monday yes. welcome to lunch plus it's gonna be such a good day today um just letting you know we have an exciting episode of Neat News ahead of you today. So make sure that you hop on for that. We are going to have so much fun today. Neat News, great match game. And then we have a special time with The Word with Pastor, myself, and Buddy. It's going to be so good. We're excited to have you on with us. So take this time to share the broadcast. Comment right along because as you comment, our 100th commenter gets a gift card mm -hmm. on us because we love you. Mm -hmm. And yes, were you laughing at Joni or Kevin? I was laughing at, I was laughing at both of them, but especially <laughs> Joni saying, it makes me feel cold. I'm not going to lie, it kind of does. You feel cold? I feel, I feel like I am a little more aware that my hands are cold right now. That's honestly what I thought. I was like, whew, I touched my hands and it's chilly. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, for making you all cold with this background. Kevin says you guys look like you're harvesting maple sugar. Honestly, I haven't harvested maple syrup since school like we did that as a school project growing up where we'd go and like tap the trees and come out and get the syrup and then make it that was our science class that um, sounds fun. i'd like to do this again <laughs> Ooh, i've never done that 
Grayson says Lunch Plus makes my day so much better. I love you guys. Hi, Aww. Hannah. Hi, Greg. I was going to say hi to Grayson, but I was like, we've already done that. We've already said hi. <laughs> hi, guys. Okay, Hello. Marky has made questions, and we want you guys to answer along. Every time I hit the table, I hear the <laughs> rattling of ice in your cup, and I get, I felt nervous that Rattle. I'm going to knock it over. That's a sound. This is the sound of Marky's ice rattling. <laughs> Um, so we want you to put your answers in the comments yes. to whatever question Marky's made. Yes. Let's find out. Okay, what did I make? What's what? the last thing you got really excited about? The idea of making maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm just going to put it out there. The last thing I got really excited about was what's going to be on Neat News today. Truth. Truth. We have an exciting special announcement. I, I'm excited to see if I get through the announcement without crying. Because so far, Did you cry I, yesterday? I bawled yesterday. <laughs> like, I, I, I had to intentionally stop crying because I could have just kept crying the whole time. It's good um, news, guys. Yeah, You're going to want to hear it. <laughs> Not bad tears, good tears. But literally, anytime the news has been talked about, my immediate reaction is, that's so good. So, <laughs> see if you guys can beat me. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Kevin says, call Ray, Ray Church going to Troy. Um, do you know what I mean? No. I want to know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah said the last thing she got really excited about was what she's going to eat after the fast. Oh. Ooh. I purposely, my approach <laughs> to fasting... Sorry, if you can hear my mic. Can you guys hear me touching my mic? It's cricket. It was bothering me. Oh, wait. It's going more cricket. Ah, I went the wrong direction. The very first time I ever fasted, Hannah, I like I was fasting all by myself. We weren't doing it corporately. And it was right after I moved. I fasted 21 days. And that's when we went to Pancho Villa every single oh, Sunday. No. no. I literally dreamt going to sleep at night. I'm like, only 12 days until no. I can have chicken soup. Nope. Only 10 days nope, until chicken that. soup. That would make me angry. I have to pretend that food does not exist. Like, I have to stop <laughs> thinking about food. Interesting. Some people were saying that uh, last night, some people I was talking to were saying that it helps them to look at food while they're fasting. Does the opposite for me. Is that someone, Johnny? Uh, Johnny yes. said that. Johnny was someone. <laughs> and I, I feel like Buddy might have said it helped him too, but nope. Not, not for me. But anyway. Okay, question number two. Question Let's go into the second two. one. Okay. Wow. Very different. <laughs> what sci-fi technology do you wish existed? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> For George's sake, I wish that I could give him a Millennium Falcon. That's something <laughs> I wish I could do for him. That would be so cool. Man, this is like such a broad <laughs> question. Um, I really want to be able to time travel. Um, I really want a hoverboard thingy that goes. Hoverboard thing. No, but one that flies. It sounds really like dangerous. Like high, high in the sky. Yeah. Instead of just like this far off the ground. Like no, like oh, you're saying the uh, it does exist somewhat. Yeah. yeah, like where it's just like a little bit off the ground. I, I would like a life like the Jetsons. <laughs> like, I, whenever I watched the Jetsons, I was Ooh. like, this is amazing. Can we have this? Flying cars, guys, that people can buy. Not just, like, airplanes and stuff. I want to be able to buy a flying car, and then when I'm stuck in traffic, I'm like, you know what? Do, 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 do. Oh, my gosh. Hannah Safer said Rosie the Robot from the Jetsons. Ooh, that's what? a good call. We both brought up 
Mr. Jetson. The Jetsons was an awesome. Which one did you guys like better, the Jetsons or the Flintstones? I knew you were gonna say that, or the Flintstones. Well, because the the Flintstones came on first, and then the Jetsons came on second on Cartoon Network. I always liked. Uh, I always liked the Jetsons more. It was. I really liked the uh, all the technology and stuff. Side note, Grayson, I'm pretty sure your cereal bowl is still here. Is <laughs> a cereal bowl here? She brought it to church yesterday, and I'm pretty sure it's on like the children's ministry counter. Otherwise, somebody else had cereal yesterday, and it wasn't just you. Either way. Get comfortable. We're family. <laughs> um, Johnny says transporters. Buddy said lightsabers. Grayson said teleportation. I'm hurry. Um, Hannah says robot chef. Kevin says Marky the Silver Surfer. Is that where you're excited no. about? No. Bunny's oh, comment. Joni says hovercraft, and then go for it. Bunny said spray food from Phil of the Future. I loved Phil of the Future. Disney Channel show. Phil of the Future was after me, so I didn't watch it. So I don't, I don't know what that is. It was only like one or two seasons. It didn't go for very long, but I loved it. They had, uh, they had, yeah, they had like spray everything. Like I feel like you could get ready with a can. Like, I feel like I remember the girl <laughs> straightening her hair with a can. Honestly, like, I would be really excited to just wake up and then, and then I'm totally made up for the day. Yeah. Like, I'm already. Uh, Hannah said she was a Flintstones girl. Me too. I preferred Fred and Wilma and Barney and Betty. I really liked Betty. She was my favorite. Uh, Grayson says, as long as Rosie stays nice and doesn't take over the home. Like, Smart House? Oh my gosh. Smart House was a scary Disney movie. It was. <laughs> Very scary. Caleb says full dive VR. Yeah. Full dive virtual reality. Oh, is VR mean? is virtual reality. I don't know. That was my guess. Full That's dive. So like you're immersed in it in the VR. I feel like uh, they've made movies about that and it goes bad. Yes. <laughs> yes. It goes back. Grace into her cereal bowl. She's like, oh my gosh, it is. It is at the church. <laughs> <laughs> and then she put, fill in the future. <laughs> so did Sydney, though. Um, <laughs> Sydney says, aluminum foil was gold. Um, yes. As valuable as gold. Where? On fill of the future? Maybe. Maybe. Mm. And then Greg says, some sort of hovercraft or flying car. Uh. Um... <laughs> Sydney put it, Smart House wanted a family. Smart House was scary. You don't get a family by being controlling. Like You I, have to give your life to the Lord. Okay, for those of you who are millennials, do you guys remember when Disney Channel did their all night like New Year's thing where it would start at like 6 p.m. and it would roll out to like 2 in the morning and they would just play their original Disney movies on repeat? Oh, like, maybe. Smart House almost always started that. And <laughs> I have seen it so many times. And each time I'm like, I don't want to see you turn into a person. You're, I don't want this. And then she got huge. Mm -mm. Blow up that house. Tell you what. Caleb said, LOL, always goes bad. But I can have hopes. <laughs> but he says, yes, VR is virtual reality. I knew something technology. <laughs> Good job, I didn't know that. Hannah said Smart House was yikes. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh my goodness. Grayson's oh. like, scared for life. Oh, Sydney said there was a Our worldwide star. shortage of aluminum and they came back in time and were hoarding it. Sydney! And Phil? And Phil the bitch. How do you Whoa. remember that? That's amazing. Whoa. I don't remember that. I like the show, but I don't remember that detail. Oh my goodness. Um, Way to go. And it also had that, the, what was her name? Like Allison or Allie, Allie and AJ? Do you remember Allie and AJ? Yeah, but they 
were in Phil of the Future, were yeah, they? Yeah. Were one, they? One of the, the girl, one with the curly, the curly hair. hair. Okay. She was in Phil of the Future. I don't remember which one that was. I remember playing on DisneyChannel.com. Uh, and they had like <laughs> trivia things where you had to like match their music and stuff because they were all musical. And they had a Disney Channel movie called Cowbells. I forgot <laughs> DisneyChannel.com existed. I spent so much time on DisneyChannel.com playing the Cadet Kelly game. Oh my gosh. <laughs> where she had to crawl through the mud and all I had to do was hit the left and right arrows to make her go forward. I I spent a lot of time on DisneyChannel.com, <laughs> but less than I wanted because I could could, I would often forget how to spell channel, and I struggled. <laughs> I struggled with getting the site up. Google was not as helpful back then, apparently, True. or wasn't on it was our website. It, it, yeah, it was probably like ask.com. It was something that wasn't as helpful, so I, I was struggling. I also would try to go, I don't know if this is good to talk about. I think it's fine. I would, I would always try to go to daystarrunner.com. But. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> also struggled with spelling that. Uh, side note, did you guys ever play Neopets? I'm basically just talking to all the people <laughs> our age Kevin put in. He's like, you millennials make me laugh. I'm really glad. <laughs> Welcome to what childhood was like. Once the internet came out when I was like 11 or whatnot, things were exciting. So Neopets.com, that's basically how I learned what NFTs were, because you traded Neopets uh. on there. <laughs> Grayson said she was the biggest Allie and AJ fan. True. Sydney says, Cadet Kelly, I still see those dog tags. Hannah <laughs> <laughs> said the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody games were great. I can still see the cover of Cadet Kelly where um, yep. Hillary, Hillary Depp is like And then this. Christy Carlson Romano's yeah. in the match is glaring. <laughs> Sydney said, Lilo and Stitch Sandwich Maker, I played that. I know that game. <laughs> Wait a second, that feels familiar. <laughs> and then Abby said, I played <gasps> Webkins. I did not. That was again after me. Oh my but gosh. I, I empathize with Webkins. I think I'm remembering the Lilo and Stitch sandwich maker a little uh -huh. bit. Oh We're my in, gosh. Like you had the patty and so Now, in my head, I also played Nickelodeon stuff too. So I think I'm probably meshing Lilo and Stitch and SpongeBob Krabby Patty building. Oh. But, but I have a memory. <laughs> no, I think I for sure remember the Lilo and Stitch sandwich maker. I think you had to do it in like a certain order and like Stitch had to eat them or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. This is crazy. Holly says I'm technically a millennial, but I don't understand these items. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this has been Family Chat. I don't know which one of us is making weird popping sounds. Sorry, oh, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Someone. But we're going to hop into Neat News. This is probably our biggest Neat news yet so stick around find out why we're so excited here today and we'll see you there hello and welcome to neat news today we have a huge announcement for boomerang church that we wanted to share with you and that is your family is about to get bigger no pastor nicole is not pregnant but boomerang church is we're going to Pastor Now for more information. Hey everybody, 13 years ago, God gave us a word to start Boomerang Church in Albemarle, North Carolina. Since then, we have seen heavenly increase. We've seen over 8,300 souls committed to Christ, over $2 million of increase in the lives of our members and our partners that God did, debt that's been erased. 
He told us to actually start a Bible college in Albemarle. And today we have Impact University with graduates coming out every year. He gave us Lunch Plus, which is a daily broadcast, Monday through Friday. We broadcast all over the world, in Africa, all over Europe, all over in Pakistan. We sent that broadcast all over the world. We've even been in the countries like Africa, Europe, Philippines, Nigeria, Gabon, Mexico, Pakistan. And here and abroad, we've seen incurable diseases healed. Yeah. We've seen marriages restored, families healed. We've seen people that's moved all across the country just to come to Boomerang and be a part of what God is doing. And that's just been in one location. Imagine what God's going to do this year, 2022, what he's called the year of multiplied increase. What many people don't know is three years ago, the Lord spoke to me and he said, I want you to plant a church in Troy, North Carolina. I want Boomerang to expand. And last year he said, that time is now. In 2022, I want you to plant a Boomerang church in Troy, North Carolina. Listen, we want and we invite your partnership with us as we launch out and plant this church in Troy. Please partner with us by spreading the word about a powerful Holy Ghost church in Troy. Pray with us anytime it crosses your mind. Pray, lift it up, let the Holy Spirit guide your prayers, and then sow as the Lord would have you to. As He writes it on your heart, sow your time, your money, your skill, your resources. As He gives it to you, He has given you an opportunity to increase and have a multiplied increase. Now is the time we are going to see the Holy Spirit move across Troy and change that whole environment and atmosphere. Glory to God. Are you ready to go with us? Are you ready to believe with us? And are you ready to see the power of God change a whole region? Join with us and partner with us today. Amen? Amen. Amen. news we've ever had on neat news we've been waiting for years to be able to start this i'm about to cry now just talking about it this is huge huge news that the lord has put on our hearts for years and it's finally the time so get ready guys it's happening this year we ask that you spread the word get the news out get pumped about it and just help us by praying sowing into this new boomerang church that we're starting this new campus we are so so thrilled so glad that we got to share that with you because you're our family we're going into confessions right now but guys just get excited great great things are happening this year wonderful wonderful things so we're going into confessions right now but we love you share this broadcast we'll see you in just a second bye <laughs>
excited about it. Truly, thank y'all for your excitement in the comments. Like those are, it's so, I've said excitement like three times, but truly like it's so exciting to see you guys hungry for what God is doing. Like Grayson put in stoked on stoked. Hannah was like, let's go, Holly, yay. Sydney says, Troy, you better get ready. We're on the way. Kevin was talking earlier about how excited he is for it. We are so excited. The, what, what's the word that the Lord gave us last Monday? It's our year of multiplied increase. God is multiplying what's in your hands this year. That's his heart. That's his desire. And so together, as we say our confessions today, this campus that we're launching in Troy, let this just be one of many things that you can look back to and say, look at what God is multiplying right now. God is honoring his word and he wants to honor his word in your life, not just in this ministry, in your life personally. His word is true. His word is on time every single time. And we want to see it work for you. So what we have done is we've gone through and created some confessions. They didn't come from our imagination. They came from the word of God itself because the word is alive. It's sharper than a two-edged sword, able to pierce asunder bone and marrow, soul and spirit. So when we speak the word out, it's a weapon that's designed to build, designed to cut dead things away, designed to bring life to those who wield it. So we want you to join your faith with ours. Say these confessions out loud with us and watch as God works in your life. Let's put up our three confessions that we have today. Say these with me and say them with faith because they're working for you today. Amen. Confession number one, say this with me. We walk in the full manifestation of our inheritance in Christ. Amen. Not partial, full manifestation. Confession number two, we are out of debt and carry a debt-canceling anointing, and we flow in supernatural abundance for every good work. And then before we get into our last one, just as a reminder on this one, Pastor mentioned it last week, the Lord told him for this year that he wants everyone attached to the ministry, whether you're physically part of Boomerang, whether you're a partner with Boomerang, he wants us to get together any debt that we may know of that we have, student loans, car payments, mortgages, whatever debt has your name currently attached to it. He wants us to get that together. And at the leading of the Lord, we're going to shred that thing, anoint it so that God can bring his increase. This is our year to get out of debt and it's your year to get out of debt. You are out of debt and you carry a debt canceling anointing because that's who God is. Now let's say our final confession of the day. It's our year of increase, but let do we have the new one? And if we don't, it's okay. I We all know it. <laughs> we just added a word to it. If we no, okay, so I want you to say this with me. It, I'll, I'll let you know what it is. Our new one is it's our year of multiplied increase. We're not just increasing, we are going higher. It's a year of multiplied increase. So say that with me. It's our year of multiplied increase. It's ours, it's yours, you have it, it's within your hands right now.
Well, we thank y'all for being on with us. Now we are going to hop into the great match game. And after that, we're going to dive into the word. Pastor, buddy, myself, we're going to have a conversation today about the word of God. It's going to be great. You don't want to miss it. We'll see you there in a second. But first, the great match game. put up a random, very random word on the screen. What we want you to do is put the first two, is it two? Uh, first two? Yeah, I think so. Two. First two things that pop in your mind when this word pops up. And what we're gonna do is try to guess what one of those things are. Whoever gets the most correct according to your answers wins. Yeah. That's it. If that doesn't make sense, you'll see as we go. Kelly said, made it on just in time. Hello, Yay. Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Happy late birthday. Oh, it was her birthday? It was her birthday on Saturday. Oh, happy birthday, Kelly. Happy birthday. Okay, we're okay. going to play this. This is one of my favorite games. All right. So let's see. We are going to try to guess what you think. So let's put our first <laughs> word up on the screen. Increase. Increase. <gasps> okay. I know. <laughs> All right. I said very random, but I guess it's not. All right. I'm Done. What I think? Yes. Okay. Uh, Kelly said, aw, thanks. Okay. All right, guys, put the first two words that come to your mind when you see the word increase. Increase. All right, I put my word, Marky put her word. Whoever matches the most with your answers wins this one. Kelly said uh. multiplied. Kelly said accelerated. That's smart. 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 All right. Greg says double. Kevin says abundance. Overflow. Cindy says boomerang. Life. <gasps> Guys, you're putting your answers in. Great job. All right. Ready? Uh, Greg says multiplied. Grayson says multiplied. Troy. Joni says double. <gasps> and uh, with that, we just hit our 100th comment. Yay! Congratulations, Joni. You got our 100th comment. You can claim your gift card at uh, whatsright.com slash gift or the uh, scan the QR code over there. Yeah. And the little fancy QR code we yeah. have there. I mean, we're, we're fancy like that. <laughs> she said, we're out of debt. <laughs> Woohoo! Okay. okay, what did you put? Um, I, uh, no one put mine, but <laughs> I put it's our year of, and I was uh, hoping that some of those words would be picked in context. I put multiplied. Multiplied, you got it, good job. You got the <laughs> most guesses, most answers on yours. Okay, let's All put right. up our next, next word. Peanut. Random. That, that is extremely different than increase. Extremely. Uh, 
Where did it's that come from? Random word generator. Increase came up on Increase? it. Increase? <gasps> what? Oh, oh my god. It was random. Wow. Okay. Peanut. Mm. Um, okay. I know what came to my mind first, but I'm putting something different because I don't think it's what everyone else is gonna put. But if it is, either way I'm gonna be happy because either you put what I put or you thought what I thought. <laughs> I'm curious what you put now. We're gonna find out in a minute. But first, we're finding out what you guys put. Yeah. And... Grayson says, Charlie Baum. Charlie Baum? Charlie Brown oh. or Gallery? Oh, Peanuts Gallery. Oh, I get it. Uh, Kevin says peanut butter or peanut allergy. Oh. Sydney says peanut head or peanut butter. Oh. Kelly says peanut butter or peanut butter. Man. A lot of peanut butter. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's very good. Well, what did you put? I put Gallery. What? Yeah. Is that what you thought too? No. Uh, what'd you put? I put salted. salted. So, <laughs> I should have gone with my gut. Salted I thought, peanut? Salted is, peanuts. What is that? Just eating salted peanuts? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought okay. Charlie Brown first. I should have put that, because then I would have been on the same track <laughs> with you, Grayson. Salted, oh, salted peanut. Salted peanut. Oh, well. Okay. Oh, well. What is our next <laughs> word? Toy from the 90s. Okay. That is not a word. That is a <laughs> sentence. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you see this? Um, this one wasn't randomly generated. I don't this know. This is a good one, though. I, I don't know how to spell this. Not. I but, just put the wrong letter. Okay, I got mine. I put mine. How did? I mean, a hint. How did I put a hint? I, no. <laughs> the buddy's trying to guess what I put. I'm not telling you. It's not time yet. It's time for you guys to guess. Okay. Kevin said honey roasted. He's still I think talking he's about the peanut. peanut. He is still talking about the peanut. He said M16. Okay. <laughs> he's in my 90s are different than yours. Oh, that was his toy. <laughs> nice I, I like that answer, though. I really uh, do. Uh, buddy said Tamagotchi. Greg said Tonka Toys. Barrett says B, baby. Jose and or Billy says talk boy. Oh, What's that? You don't know what talk boy is? No. You do. You know what talk boy is. Is it a, like a Walkman? No, it's oh. the thing that um you they use it on Home Alone. It's the thing that you you put a cassette <gasps> in it and you record oh, on it. Oh, I didn't know what that is. I didn't know that's what it was called. Yeah, this is a good, that's even though awesome. this is not a word, this is a sentence. <laughs> this is a good one. I like this. Okay. Uh, uh, Sydney says GameCube game and Barbie. I had a GameCube. Oh my gosh, Barbie. Aww. This is amazing. <laughs> Kelly said, Tamagotchi spelling? Um, <laughs> Kevin said, Tickle Me Elmo. Um, that's recent. That's, that's not 90s. That's, that's also scary. It's, that's weird. I, I was hoping someone else would put something else, but I okay. see I'm going to lose. Okay, what did you put? I put Furby. Furby. But. Wow. But I don't know how to spell it, and I'm pretty sure that's wrong. That was the 2000s. Oh, okay. Oops. I put Beanie Babies, <gasps> and my you won. My brain. <gasps> thanks. <gasps> thanks. Oh, oh man, she put, she put it. She put it. Just in time. Does that mean we tied? I think I don't. I don't. Rem I think there was only one Beanie Baby. I think we tied. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, Kevin said Tickle Me Elmo came out in 1996. I love that you either remembered really? that or just looked it up. Either way, it makes me happy, huh? Kevin. 
I didn't know how to spell. No, when I played the word babies, I started it with a D. It was like, my brain My brain was like, you spell babies starting with a D. Beanie D. I don't know. I don't pretend to know why. That's just what happened. But okay. It's just what happens in your brain. All right, let's go on to our next one. One more, and now we're going into, what's the word? Cow. Cow. Okay. Um, I was thinking the other day how I don't see like the normal cow pattern down here on the cows down here. Like they're all black cows or like red cows. <laughs> they're not like the the like white and black cows. I don't know what <laughs> I I don't notice what the cows look like down here. Okay. Um um okay, I'm going to put I'm going to put down the first the thing that I think you guys will put hopefully. Hopefully. Hello, Victoria Vinoy. <gasps> Victoria! Good to see you. She said, Beanie Babies are my favorite. I collected those. My, <gasps> my big sister collected those. Uh, I just collected stuffed animals, just as a whole. Uh, okay. Barrett says, holy cow and oh, cow milk. Holy cow. Uh -huh. uh, Billy and Jose said, cow tail. Mm -hmm. Kelly said, steak, beef. Steak. We got milk. Oh, 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 where? Okay, Buddy said cow tails. You said like the same thing as Billy. Cow tipping. Johnny says New York has the white and black everywhere. Oh, oh. Kevin's talking about different types of cows. Holstein. Holstein. Is that the long-haired cow? The long-haired cow. Yeah, they're like, oh my gosh, they're so cute. The ones that I say look like Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Does it basically yeah. look like a buffalo or something? Or is it like mm. thick hair? That's weird. No, okay. not quite. Um, In Jersey. Asher, Swiss. Swiss, the farm, grass-fed beef. That was Greg's comment. Chick-fil-A, Guernsey. You're, you're just not getting any credit for whoever is putting this. She's just reading Sorry, guys. Mom. Okay, what did you put? I put milk. Cow's uh, milk. No one put mine. <laughs> Yay! I put pasture. Oh. Uh, yeah. Thanks. You said that's a nice one, what? That's where they live. That's where it's they live. It's their home. <laughs> it's their home. That was a very mom. She was like, that's a nice word. That's where they live. That was a very, very encouraging me. Yes, the cows live on the pasture. That's where they live. Okay. Then with that, thank you guys for playing the great match game. Yeah. Um, Billy or Jose said, I hope Ed Sheeran isn't watching. What? Sorry. Because I said the, the long haired cows kind of look like Ed Sheeran. It's just um, their faces. I'm not saying. There's a meme. It's not. Isn't there a meme about that? I don't know. I feel like it's a meme. This isn't thing. getting any better. It's not supposed to be a uh, an insult. We it, love it you, just, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. <laughs> we love you and your good British accent. Aww. But moving on yes. to uh, the word and more holier things than Ed Sheeran cows. Um, we're going to be talking about something powerful. You're going to want to share this broadcast, yeah. get this word out to your friends and family. Stick around. We'll be there in just a second. Bye. Guys, it's us from the ground, a lot further down. And, uh, yeah. Hello. Oops. 
Being good with Take it down to yeah. Chinatown. Oh, no. <laughs> that camera is super high. Hello, how you like? Listen, we felt like changing mm -hmm. it up today. So welcome to What's the Word? Yep. Who's online? Who's watching? And uh, we just praise God for you. It's going to be a great, great day. Like the broadcast, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell. I'm working to see how fast I can get that coming out. It was right. nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting better without getting tongue-tied. So. <laughs> you did good. How are you guys? I'm so comfortable. I know. It's, it's same. Like, this is great. It really this is. is. So much better than those hard chairs. See? Yes. It's not a bad idea. Well, having, no. a, having a backrest and having <laughs> armrest, having know. a cushion. I know. It's like, Your feet can touch the ground. <laughs> I know. We'll see in that other the chair. The chair doesn't squeak. In that other chair, yeah. True. That's a good point. In that other chair... Uh, Y'all are like, do you want one? Do you have to have the armrest? Like, yes, yes, I do. Please, thank you. This is why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so nice. So, anyway, they're gonna adjust the camera and then we'll jump in. Let's see who's there. Oh, Hannah goes, whoa! <laughs> New setup. I, I know. love it. Holly, Holly we says changed we changed. It. I know we did. Oh look, they Aww. they got all three of us in there. I need them maybe. Not. Yes. Holly says it reminds me of the Connection show. Yeah. Johnny says hello from the water because we said hello from the ground. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, they're Out going on the water. They're going to uh, they're going to readjust these. So these cameras need to be like put the if as much as you can put the cameras about right at our forehead. So. Well, you guys may or may not know, yeah. like Holly mentioned, it reminds her of the Connection Show. We yeah. actually, before we ever had Lunch Plus, before we ever were doing our daily broadcasting, we did a weekly show called Connection Show with Pastor Brian and Pastor Nicole. Yeah. We would come in once a month and record for hours, knock out multiple episodes in one day. That's true. And that's why we actually have all of these chairs is because that was part of the original set that we had. Yeah. Yeah, so recently the Lord the Lord said, I want you to go back to that. And we'll have the, the table at different times, but um, he was just showing me this setup and having more conversations along these lines, having conversations with you guys as well. And um, so excited to see that. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Me too. Glory to God. They're about, they're about, oh, Hannah said she was just watching. That's, That's awesome. right. She was watching the Fasting 101, which That's we did awesome. on there. So, That's yeah. Awesome. Uh, actually, we need to put that. If we can find the Fasting 101, uh, we'll put that in there. That is some great information. So, anyway. well, I like doing stuff like that, like reminding of where we've been because it's, yeah. you know, we we aired it just a few minutes ago. We're going yeah. to be launching our new campus in Troy this year. And as you and Pastor Nicole were going through, these are the things that have happened. It's yeah. really easy to look and see now, oh, here's Lunch Plus, yeah. here's what yeah. we're doing. But there was... An original set yeah, that looks that's like right. Africa. <laughs> so, hey, Marky, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, go ahead and drop yeah. that one down another that six inches. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like giving on-screen directions, set directions. It's awesome. So. But that's <laughs> part of being live. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't know until you're in it, and you figure yeah. it out as you go. And the girls have done phenomenal today with with learning how to flow with this <laughs> new set. Craig. <laughs> Craig said hello from roughly 15 feet off the ground. Are you hovering? <laughs> Are you on a ladder? I think he was looking at. Uh, 
uh, he was when where the camera was oh. originally. Uh. <laughs> I got excited. I'm like, do you have a fancy so chair that you're that high? The seat on the other one sits about this high. So we're talking about a good two foot difference makes a big, mm. big difference. So yeah. as a side note, Marky's doing phenomenal yeah. right now. Yeah, she's doing great. It's kind of you stuff. can't see this, but this is kind of entertaining to watch. If so. we could stream from my phone right now, yeah, that be. She's doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Joni says so, nice joggers, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, if you'll give us my, a second to get joggers. this all set up, mm -hmm. and then we'll jump into what's the word. But uh, let's. Uh, yeah, I'll have to see that. But yeah, okay. Is it ready? <laughs> Is it? Uh, yeah. Greg, Greg says, says that. Go ahead. Uh, no, that, and I'm on the second floor. <laughs> ah, so super tall. It looks like that leg is a little bit high. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're doing great. <laughs> Marky! Awesome. Much better. Yay! Yay. That's Go awesome. Marky! Can you, can you back it up any? That's okay. It's all <laughs> the way out. <laughs> all right, cool. Now they're going to adjust all the other shots to the same level, and that's going to be interesting, especially with this one being on the tripod. <laughs> and what's nice is well what you need to do is just pull it off the floor and then zoom in pull it off the floor first yep yep what's nice is that you guys watching right now you're the only ones that are going to see this because buddy's going to trim this oh, so you get sure. to see all the <laughs> behind the be. scenes stuff yeah. that happens Cut. welcome to super boom. family time boom and uh live live television True. Yeah. <laughs> but that's honestly some of my favorite stuff. Like, I love live TV for that stuff because it's, how do you handle things? How yeah. do other yeah. people handle things? Welcome. Also, welcome to Fasting Brain because Kevin said, watching from Highway 49 and I read Highway 55, <laughs> which is like a burger place You're in the area. you for the burgers. <laughs> I really am. I like, they're probably missing us. I like the burger. Yeah, we <laughs> actually need to. Did you? I texted our waitress last week yeah. just to be like, hey, how you doing? Because I didn't want her to think that we'd forgotten her. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and you know what? She said she was coming, and then she didn't come. Yeah, we, we, we chatted about that. <laughs> She's had some stuff going on, but she, she wants so she, to get here. Well, the reason I say that is she might have been like, I didn't come, and now they're never coming back. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. That you know, is why I texted her. I was going to tell you to contact them and let them know, because we, we generally would take the crew and go, like, mm -hmm. once a week. Mm -hmm. And um, so I thought, I thought, Man, we need to contact them because they might be thinking we're staying away. So that was my thought last yeah. week. So I, I jumped on. Good it. Job. That's good. I <laughs> don't need to be the only one thinking these thoughts. Amen. Yeah. Kevin says, "Can we go to Highway 55 after this?" I really mean after lunch plus, not yeah. after that. <laughs> yeah. Can, Can we, we go, go right today? <laughs> Can we go today? Sure. <laughs> you know the problem with these chairs is you get like, oh yeah, this is nice. It's true. You have to remember to sit yeah, up yeah, and know, not like. I know. I had Hello. to. I had to do that for a while. You do? They, they would actually, we would have cues. I've been leaning. I've been leaning back this whole time. I was like, oh, I We didn't would realize. have cues on the, um, on the connection show. We're like. And Pastor Nicole actually had like boards under hers yeah. because like they, they sink a little bit and she needed to be taller. So I don't know how comfortable hers were because she sat on like pallets of wood for yeah. a while. Yeah, it's not that comfortable. It went. It was underneath the cushion. Yeah. So it was okay. Well, I'm glad you guys didn't give me pallets of wood. 
<laughs> so that I can be taller. Well, and that was actually, a lot of times she sat on the couch, which was a lot thicker mm -hmm. than these cushions. Yeah. So she would sink down into it, and then I'm taller anyway. So yeah. it was like trying to even it out. But yeah. Those are fun days. Yeah. yeah. Really we learned were. a lot. But yeah. by sewing those pieces, yeah. by sewing those pieces is how we got here today. So yeah. praise God. Praise Amen. God. So... <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, does Buddy need Pastor Nicole's booster seat? I haven't sat in a booster seat since I was in middle school. No, <laughs> earlier than that. Uh, elementary school. Laughter erupted from the production room. <laughs> I need that. to clarify. Because there were childhood <laughs> traumas. <laughs> Abby has the statement that she's been saying for a few months now that Buddy is a product of his own doing. It's true. And in those moments, it's like, Buddy, come on. I must clarify. No, because in middle school, there was a commercial that went out. It had, like, Cinderella, and, like, the big theme of it was four foot nine is the magic number. And if you're shorter than four foot nine, you need a booster seat is basically what they were saying. And in I was... school? No, it was, like, a commercial on, like, TV. That left leg. And, um... And uh, so I was in middle school at that point and below four foot nine. And so that commercial, like, uh, like everyone was asking me, do you need a booster seat? Or, like, and stuff like that. So I didn't enjoy that. And then yeah. Elf came out and then everyone forgot about that. Yeah. And then it was all, yeah. bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Makes me so sad. Yeah, that was my childhood. <laughs> it's just coming back, seeing Johnny ask if I need a booster seat. I'm, I just got thrown back to middle school. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. Now I've got counseling to do. Appreciate that so very much. Holly said that the booster seat is still in the sound booth if it's needed. Oh, good to know. And then Kevin says, "Jokes on you, buddy. We are used to we used to put boards under your chair all the time when I was at lunch plus. That's true, that is true. Yeah, that is true. What was funny was the um, I forgot we did that, Kevin. <laughs> I forgot we did that. Got Barrett. <laughs> During the Christmas special at Marky, we were like trying to get everybody in there and we were all standing. And Marky was like, Give me a chair. <laughs> Just give me a chair. Yeah. You kneeled the whole time, right? Yeah. And I was on my tiptoes the whole time, so I didn't look shorter than you. Uh, it might be okay. It might be just my angle. So, anyway. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so let's jump in today. Uh, like, share the broadcast. Thank you for bearing with us as we adjusted the new set. So um, anyway, praise the Lord. <laughs> praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to What's the Word today. Is that your podcasting pastor voice? <laughs> praise the Lord. Praise Hallelujah. The Lord. I watch some of these guys that have like hundreds of thousands of viewers, and I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> what the heck? How in the world did they gather 100,000 viewers? I'm like, there's... What the heck? <laughs> it's going to make a great clip. Make sure you pull that one out. But, For sure. Yeah. Never mind. I was going to say something, but I probably shouldn't. <laughs> probably not. I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but seriously, what the heck? <laughs> but seriously. So I'm, I'm like, because, you, you know, watching, seeing, you know, what people are responding to, how to connect with more people and get the word to them and everything. 
And I'll look at some of these people that are doing popular stuff, and I'm like, how in the world did this get? And people like, like they're not just watching it for laughs. They're they're actually they they like it. I'm like, how did that get popular? Like, yeah. well, I mean, there's the the preachers that do that, but even like watching the YouTube video of the guy counting to like a million or mm-hmm. whatever it is, it's like, who? Why? Yeah, I, I get that one. I understand that one. But still, it's like, why is there? I understand why he did something absolutely insane. You know, he basically started a fire and people came to watch it burn. You know, I get it. He did something That's stupid. That's what other ministries can do sometimes. Well, that is true. I mean, there's. it is. That is true. I mean, I wasn't entirely joking. That's what some, sometimes happens. <laughs> So anyway, we just praise God for you. We welcome you this week. And uh, today you had, a, you had a topic that you had on your heart, and I just want to have a conversation about it. So go ahead. Yeah, uh, I, the last few months, like we've shared, I've shared this before, the Lord has really been teaching me how to abide in fear, or not abide in fear, but how to abide in faith when fear comes. Right. And yesterday, it's it's just so ridiculous how fear works. Yesterday, I left church. Church is great. And yeah. I'm in the grocery store walking through. And all of a sudden, like, this wave of fear tried to, that was based on nothing. Like, nothing. Just thoughts came. And I'm like, this is stupid. But there were thoughts of, well, you may have done this wrong. And you may have done this wrong. And maybe you did this wrong. And so I'm in the car, like I leave the store, I'm in my car praying, talking to the Lord. And I was like, your word says that those who confess their sins, you are faithful and just to forgive them and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Like your word says you're a cleanser. So if I have missed it, you're going to cleanse me Mm -hmm. from any error that I may have made. You're faithful to do that. But then it was, are you sure he's faithful? Are, are you sure that he, yeah, like, yeah. It, it, I know better, yeah, yeah. but just these thoughts. So this morning I'm reading in the word and I'm reading through Matthew and I get to Matthew chapter seven. And it's when the Lord's specifically talking about ask those who ask, they receive those who knock the doors open to you. Those who seek will find. And he's saying, those of you who like would give your children good gifts, how much more More. will God give to those that he loves? And I'm reading it and I was just immediately filled with this assurance of no, 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 no. It's not based on what I've done wrong. God's goodness for me is pure all the time. And so even if I missed it, I can rest assured that God's faithfulness to me, his love to me will not only cleanse me, but it'll keep cleansing me. It'll keep protecting me. And I just need to rest in it. And it gave me that peace that I was, I was seeking the Lord for yesterday. I was like, help me. (laughs) I need your help right now. I don't know why these thoughts are here, but I need your help to put them down and to walk through. They're not mine. That's right. Yeah. That's, and, and ultimately he can help us do it, but it's our responsibility to trust him, you know? Uh, but it's true. I, I will look at one of the breakthrough verses for me was, uh, James 1 17, you know, uh, where it says every good and perfect gift comes yeah. from above, from the Father of lights, yeah. with whom there's no variation or no variableness or shifting shadow, King James says, or shadow of turning. 
And when I saw that, I realized that his love is pure towards me, and it'll never turn not one degree to the left or the right. There'll never be any shadow of turning. And I, I was sitting there, and I was like, He's never turning from me. His yeah. love is never turning from me. And that's a de- description of his love. And I learned, and so I knew that in theory before that moment, but I didn't have revelation of it. And that revelation of it put me at peace and helped me to rest in it. And so I needed to keep meditating on that promise, meditating on yeah. the word, meditating on the word, meditating on the word until... Until it came into revelation and it became peace. And once it became peace, then it was kind of like, well, how could I ever go back away from that? It it would take some effort and some some real uh, listening to deception for a long time to turn. It can happen. I've watched it happen in people. But most of the time, when you get revelation of that, nothing ever satisfies you but the revelation, you know, when you get that revelation. And so you get a revelation of his love, and you realize when the devil tries to come and tell you something, and you're like, that's not right. Like, that's not right at all. Yeah. And it'll hold you. It'll keep you in that perfect peace when you have revelation of who he is. And, and what you, in that love, it says perfect love casts out all fear. And so you realize that if I'm in fear and I'm not in rest and I'm not in peace, you start to realize yeah. that I don't have a revelation of perfect love. That's the that's where that leads to. Yeah. I don't have a revelation of perfect love. And that means I need to get revelation yeah. of perfect love. And uh, just put that in the comments. Say, we need to get revelation yeah. of God's yeah. perfect love. Yeah. And when we do, it starts just throwing and casting out those fearful moments. You know, we need yeah. we need that revelation. Yeah. One of the things we were talking about in youth last night, like a lot of what we were talking about was how to get answers to prayer. Yeah. You know, how how to and one of the things that we were addressing was having a revelation and understanding that of God's love yeah. that he wants to answer your prayer. Yes. You know, he, yeah. Like, uh, like one, one of the things that, um, that's been coming to me recently was like a lot of times, like people don't have assurance in their prayers just because they're taught not to. Right. Um, right. But even in churches, you know, like, like modern church today will say, ask and you may receive depending on whether or not, God wants to give it to you or not. Mm-hmm. Correct. You know, seek yeah. and you probably won't know until you get to heaven. You know, <laughs> right. knock and God might close the door. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you, like there's no assurance in that. Yeah. But, yeah. but um, like God so loved that he gave his one and only son, you know, John 3.16. And then in Romans 8, I think 32, it says, and if he did not even spare his own son, how will he not also with him freely give us all things? Yeah. Another yeah. And, key verse yeah. for me. Yeah. And so like, and so, it, and it says freely give us all things. So it's like, if he gave his own, only son, the most precious and valuable yeah. thing that's ever walked on the face of this earth in the universe, <laughs> you know, um, then why would we think he would withhold something else? He's not withholding any that's good right. thing. So where, where, where does fear have to reside with when that revelation is in us that, that God gave his only son, you know, it's like, it's like a parent saying, like, saying to their kid, I love you so much. I just want to bless you. Let me give you something of immense value. Like I'm going to give you like, let's just go small, like a PlayStation five. Right. And like, and that's like very small, you know? Um, but then like the kid gets PlayStation five, they're real excited, you know, wow, they really love me. And then the next day they're like, I don't know if my parents want to give me, you know, 
some food for today, yeah. you know, right, like like right. something like that, something so small and minute. Yeah, and like and and that's obviously rooted in a fear of. Yeah. Well, it's rooted in a fear that's rooted in not knowing the character and nature of their parents. That's right. That's you know, right. They're, they're a loving parent wants, especially when it comes down to the needs of the yeah. child, a loving parent wants to make sure all those needs are supplied. Yeah. Um, that's And David had that revelation when he said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You know, I yeah. have all that I need. Um, but having that revelation of the love of God helps cast out that fear because we recognize if he didn't spare his own son, then he's not going to spare deliverance for me from this situation. Sure. From whatever yeah. I see before my eyes, from whatever bill is coming, from whatever, uh, you know, whatever symptom might be, might be attacking. Like, his love is so big that he sent his son to die for me. There, there's nothing, there, there's absolutely nothing good now outside of the realm of, of what God has, has in store for me. Sure. That he's withholding from me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think w- one of the things that, was trying to exist yesterday just for glasshousedness was the thought of cuz obviously God doesn't make things happen like he there's seed there's time there's harvest as long as the earth shall remain and so the thought that was trying to exist yesterday was what if you missed it and you sowed a really bad seed yeah. And I and immediately I was like, God is faithful. Like yeah. God is faithful, and if and I he's so, merciful. and He's merciful. Yeah. And like, because I I know that there's been things I've done wrong, like knowingly and unknowingly. Like I've yeah. I've done both ways. And so I was like, well, okay, I've missed this. I know that, but God is faithful, and He's just, and so He'll forgive me and He'll cleanse me. Like the word cleanse was big yesterday, and then the thought was well, you, you're still going to reap the consequences of that seed. And it was that, that, immediate, that doubt that tried to exist of, well, there are consequences to actions, yes. Right. <laughs> but it was that the needing to focus on his mercy and his love. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, even if I did miss it, yeah. a, a heart that is repenting yeah. and is desiring to move into the fullness of the things of God, whether it's an intentional one or not, the Lord will help. And even yeah. if something was missed, he'll help you walk through it. So that way the stain of sin doesn't stain any longer, yeah. you know, but that's I, right. I wasn't a hundred percent sure on it in that moment. Well, and that's where, <laughs> you know, that word that came to me years ago is that God's like a good defense law- lawyer yeah. looking for any legal loophole to get his blessings and his mercy to people and you know he's not looking to condemn he's looking to set free yeah. yeah that's his heart that's that's the context of the whole word he's looking to bless he's looking to set free why is it and and the issue is you've heard me say this multiple times especially in the the series the two parts of life is our sinful nature feels like it has to pay a price yeah Right, and it's always looking to pay that price, and so it's bringing up, well, you got to pay for this, you know. But Jesus paid that price, and when we repent and we confess, uh, He is looking to get that price that He paid to our account. Yeah, you know, He's looking to get that receipt. Uh, you know, it is finished. You know, mm-hmm. tell Lesta, He's looking to get that on our account. It is finished. Yeah. And when that becomes a reality to us, 
then we start realizing, Lord, now, now the issue is if I'm sitting there and I've messed up and I still want to mess up and I keep on it and I don't repent, well, I have no promise of that. But if I repent, I have a yeah. promise that he is faithful and just to forgive us of yeah. all of our transgressions in 1 John 1. And uh, I think it's verse 9. He is faithful and just to forgive us of all of our transgressions. Yeah. And you see that, and, and then you take that by faith. Lord, I receive that. And you'll find that you'll walk in a different area, you know. I'm reminded of I'm reminded of the thought where I said, um, you know, I said to the Lord, Lord, I'm I'm afraid of the responsibility of ministry after he pointed that out. And and then he asked me, he said, if you had to be perfect to preach, who would preach? And I went, Oh my goodness, like it was right there in front of me, but I was I was scared to move into that because I was I was like I knew I wasn't perfect. Yeah. I knew I wasn't perfect, so I was scared to move into that place. I was fearful of it, and he and he he showed me. Look, it's not that you have to be perfect to preach. The issue is, will you change when I bring it up to you? Yeah. You know, will you repent when I bring it up to you? And if you'll do that, you can flow with me. You'll come up to a place, realize, oh, I've been doing this wrong. And you'll come up to that place, realize I've been doing it wrong. You'll pause for a second. It shouldn't take long, you know, a lot of times. Sometimes it took me longer, you know, and, and maybe you, but it shouldn't take us too long. Yeah. You'll pause for a second, repent over that, and then move forward again. Yeah. You come up to the next thing. You pause for a second, deal with it, move forward again. You don't have to wait three months to move forward again, you yeah. know. And that's the manifestation of his love. Deal with it, yes. You know, don't linger in the mess, linger in the sin, linger in the thoughts. Don't linger there. Deal with it. But then move forward. Yeah. Faith is moving forward yeah. in his forgiveness you yeah. know, and in his love and in his mercy. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Glad y'all were speechless there. That's awesome. <laughs> well, no, it, just so... One of the things that I, that you and I talked about, there was a few months ago, you had given me like a list of these, these three things mm -hmm. are important. And one, it's not necessarily sin, like it's not the word sin, but it was, here's recommendations I would give yeah. to you. Yeah. And one of them in particular, I slacked on. Right. And it's not that I didn't know it. It's I knew it was important. And when it when the Holy Spirit would bring it up to me, sometimes I'd do well, and sometimes I would not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not direct sin, so it was well. It's probably fine. I, yeah. And I just didn't make it important. Yeah. And I knew that. Yeah. And so that was me, um, having a foot in both places. Yeah. So yeah. over the last two weeks or so. The Lord and I have been talking about it a lot more because I, I recognized it in that moment um, back when the Lord would bring it up. But over the last couple of weeks, I was like, I was ignorant. Like yeah. that was that was really stupid of me to just flirt around with it. Yeah. And so I think the aspect that was making it opportunistic yesterday is because I am the one who didn't esteem it. I'm the one who allowed for that door to be opened. Right. It, it's not blatant sin, but it was it was a word of wisdom yeah. that you'd given, and I didn't heed it. So there was those there were those thoughts of well, I didn't heed a word, 
So because I didn't properly heat it, have I now opened myself up to X, Y, Z, and now yeah. all of these, you know, those are the thoughts that will try to right. come. Um, and I'm using me as the example, but I guarantee everybody watching at some point or another has had something along these lines happen. I just, I don't mind using myself as right. the example. But that's where it was coming from yesterday was, you technically did it. The Lord tried and you heard and you just chose to, meh. So why would his mercy be there now? Yeah. That's where that doubt was trying to come in. Cause I'm like, I know I did that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I know I didn't do this as well as I could yeah. have. Well, and that's the moment where you you move with your heart yeah. towards repentance. You know, if you move with your heart towards repentance, you will have that. Um, if you move like, I want to repent, but I really am not going to change this. Sure. You know, re true repentance leads men to change. Which is what I did for months. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, oh, I'm sorry, but then you don't change. Oh, I'm sorry, but then you don't change. The, you don't have forgiveness there. It's a heart repentance yeah. that, that actually is a changing. You're, you're changing that. So, all right, I'm doing this now. When you have a heart change in that, there is forgiveness. And and it can be it can be instantaneous, and you should move forward as if it is completely done without yeah. putting your hand to the plow and looking back. In yeah. other words, we're not looking back at what I did yesterday. We're looking at this is where I am. I made a heart repentance, a true yeah. heart repentance, and now he's not holding that against me. You know, and so when you do that, you step right into the grace and the mercy of God in in that moment. Yeah. Um, and so there's. It's one of those things, and there's certain things, you know, there's certain things that you will pay the price for in this way. Like, for example, let's say that I, you know, go out and rob a bank. I can have forgiveness from God, but that's going to catch up with me, and I'm going to probably be put in jail, you know, because because of that. So the issue is, you know, if I if I rob a bank, then police catch that, I'm going to go to jail, you know, in that way. Now, but his mercy can go towards that sentence. And a lot of people, that it can be reduced in that way. And so there's areas of that where we have to recognize that ahead of time. And don't be, don't, you know, obviously going and robbing a bank, you, what you're saying is not necessarily a direct sin, uh, might be a lack of esteem, sure. right? Uh, which can, given it goes far enough, can get into your conscience and become sin in that sure. way. Uh, but the issue is, whereas robbing a bank is a direct sin, you know, that's, yeah. you're directly sinning in that way. And so one of the things that you want to look at is, all right, let's just avoid these situations altogether. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so let me make my heart change now, and Lord, I'm never doing that again, and be absolute in there. Let me just stay in his love instead of having to deal with this. And that was the problem, like what you were saying, one foot in each world is, why why am I giving myself to have to go through this again? Let's just get absolute, be all in God's camp and go forward from there. But then when I recognize that and I realize that mistake, I need to let my heart go to complete heart faith and heart repentance to receive that the stain of sin is even washed away, you mm -hmm. know? Uh, the when it says that the blood of Jesus covers us and it restores us and it renews us, uh, one of the things that you see in the word there is cleanses us. Mm -hmm. 
to the blood of Jesus doesn't just cleanse a piece of our sin. It cleanses even down to the depths of the stains, the layers of stain of that sin. That's the blood of Jesus. So when I repent in that way, God completely washes that away and the stain of sin is gone. But that really speaks to our lingering desire to do that thing. So what you see a lot of times is, and and I want you to see this, a lot of times what happens is people don't truly repent. There's not a true repentance. There's a worldly sorrow. There's a worldly, I wish I wasn't caught in this, Mm -hmm. but not a real change. There's a, I'd like to change, but not a, I'm going to change. Yeah. And that is what hangs people up is, I really would like to, and they don't make, but they don't make a firm commitment to, I'm changing. And because they don't make that, then when they go to ask forgiveness for God, it's just kind of half measures, and they don't have the full stain of sin removed because yeah. they don't really want it. Inside, they're still hanging on to, no, nah, I'll, I'll do what I want to, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, whatever. I could, I could yeah. give a ton of examples, but... We need to make some real choices and some real commitments in that way and stop playing games. Don't stop leaving a foot in each place. And I've done it too. I mean, I, I've sure. done it as well. On, you know, even this year, even New Year, I've done, there's been things I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that, you know. And uh, there's, you have to go to the place where you, when you recognize those, be quick to really repent really have a heart change there, not just a desire to change. A desire to change versus real repentance is a huge thing. And I find that most people, including myself, in the majority of instances, don't have a true repentance. They have a desire to repent. Mm -hmm. And because of that, it holds them back from receiving the fullness of God's grace in an an area. One of the scriptures that just keeps coming to me is... um, I don't remember where it is. It's either in Hebrews or Romans. I think it's Hebrews um, where it talks about, you know, the bl- the blood of Jesus and how, mm-hmm. you know, the blood of bulls and goats, you know, was able to, for a season, you know, yeah. allow forgiveness of sins. But it says, like, how much more the blood of Jesus would have the power to, to cleanse your conscience is what it said. Like, cleanse your conscience, like cleanse your mind from that unrighteousness. So, like, yeah. there, there's, there's power in when we fully repent and truly allow the blood of Jesus to do its work in us, yeah. it'll do its work in our minds too. Yeah. You know, it'll do its work uh, in, in our soul, like cleansing our conscience. That's right. From, That's right. From the dead work. So like, cause like you see people all the time, their conscience isn't cleansed where they're like, Oh, we sin every day. I'm just a sinner. I sin all the time and stuff like that. That's not a clean conscience, but yeah. the Bible says, no, hit, hit the, how much more the blood of Jesus will cleanse our conscience from, from those dead works. So I don't identify with those dead works anymore. I yes. identify as the blood of Jesus has cleansed me yeah. and, and washed me from all unrighteousness. Yes. In First John one nine, you know, He's faithful and just, not to, not to condemn you and to make you feel like you're just a sinner and you're always going to sin and it's, that's just your inheritance as you sin, 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 and then you die. No, like He says, He's faithful and just to forgive and to cleanse from all unrighteousness. Yeah. That includes yeah. any unrighteousness that's in my mind, too. Yeah. You know, like, because that's unrighteous whenever my mind is telling me, oh, no, you you messed up too bad this time. God's not going to, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. no, that, yeah. like, no, like, even the way Paul talked. Like, I remember whenever you were bringing this up, like, Paul, Paul uh, wrote, you know, we have wronged no man. 
you know, yeah. and he was the one who was st who was stoning and killing Christians, yeah. you know, but his conscience was clear to the point that he can boldly say, "Not we've wronged no one." That's right. You know, like even David after after the yeah. whole situation with Bathsheba, there's a there's a psalm where he says, "Lord, look at me, look at my hands, they're clean." You know, like yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, "Do to me according to my the righteousness that I walk in." You know, yeah. he had a revelation of that. Even the Holy Spirit says that about mm. David, and I think it's Acts thirteen twenty two, where he mm. says, "David, a man after my own heart, mm. who will do all of my will." Mm. Like, yeah. whoa, is this the same murderer that we mm -hmm. read about? You right. know. But see, when he had repented before God, the Lord didn't see that anymore. Yeah. You know, the Lord didn't see that anymore. Same thing with Abraham mm -hmm. in that way. But the issue is a true repentance. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. that's the the issue is a yeah. true repentance, and and that's where we have to judge ourselves properly is to make sure that we're walking in. No, yeah. I really want to change this. I yeah. really am changing this as we speak. I'm yeah. not just talking about it. But see, it, it goes back to like one of those old statements where we judge others on their actions, but we judge ourselves on our intentions. Mm -hmm. yep. And we need to not judge ourselves on our intentions. We need to judge ourselves on our actions yeah. and and be real with it, you yeah. know. And that's where <laughs> we, we I see that many times people will give themselves grace and forgiveness that they won't give others. Yeah. And we need to flip that, <laughs> you know. Yeah. We need to flip those things. And when you do that, it really causes you to get real uh, with your walk with God, and you will just you will catapult forward because because of that, um, because you can't. And that was if you remember when I went, uh, I was on a couple of trips, and y'all have heard this story. But I was on the trip, and I had people walk up to me and and say four different people in two months in two different cities that did not know me all walked up to me and said the same words basically, and they said. God wants you to know he's so pleased with you. Yeah. And, and then I struggled with that because I was like, I don't feel pleasing, you know. I don't feel pleasing at all. And me struggling with that is not a badge of honor. That was wrong. I, I just didn't understand. I needed to receive. I received it. Yeah. But I didn't understand that. How? And, you know, it was about a year later that I was sitting there and I was talking with the Lord. I said, Lord, how can you be pleased with me? And he said, and, and he spoke to me, and he said, it's not, it's not that you don't miss it. He said, it's not that you haven't missed it. It's that when you've missed it, you've been quick to repent. And now I want you to see that. And so he was very pleased with me because I was quick to repent, but not quick to want to repent, mm -hmm. quick to actually repent. And that revelation really it 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 gave me a freedom. See, a lot of times we'll see the things like like okay, God, I can I can repent, and you're looking for every legal loophole to get your mercy to me, and so people relax in their sin, right? And you can't do that. That's that's what Paul says. God forbid, don't don't get lax in your sin over because of His mercy. You know, um, we and put that in the comments. We don't need to get lacks in our sin because of his mercy, because yeah. of his great mercy. Um, we, we don't need to. No, because of his great mercy, we should be even more holy. Yeah. You know, we should say, oh my goodness, you give me that kind of, you give me that kind of mercy, Lord, I want to give you more holiness. 
you know, and then all of a sudden we tap into a supernatural power instead of being a mixture of of holiness and profane or holy and common. So we're not called... Holy and common is a mixture that the Lord detests. Yeah. That's why the lukewarmness is a problem. God's calling us to a place of holiness, you, yeah. know? Um, you know? Not too long ago, I was in a conversation. I've had this conversation with multiple people over the years, but it, it happened again not too long ago. And people were like, you know, I'm okay. I, I'm, I'm not beating myself up because... You know, I want to go after God and I go to church and, and I still sip wine and, and I still let a cuss word come out. And I'm like, <laughs> like, you do not understand what you're saying. Like, no, no, you're, you are, it's good to be okay to have a relationship with God that you are not walking in full condemnation over something because you accidentally missed something. But what you're saying is, I know I'm going to do something that crosses that line, and I'm yeah. okay with that. That's, the, that's not good, you know? Yeah. And, and um, in that moment, the Lord said, don't correct them right now. Don't. And the reason, he just, he said, don't correct them right now. Some people, I will. It depends on how the Holy Ghost leads me in that moment. And he said, don't correct them right now. And the reason for that is I'll probably have opportunity to change that and, and minister to that in a way. But sometimes people are not at the place where they can receive that. Yeah. I don't know how well my face did that in that moment. But the issue is you know that you're doing something that crosses that line and has the appearance of evil, evil and you're okay with that. Yeah. That is not what the Bible is talking about to escape condemnation. That is having a conviction, and you push past that conviction into it, knowing you probably should. Yeah. That's not the relationship that this word talks about. Yeah. That's not the relationship. God doesn't want a mixture of the holy and profane. So we've got to get to that place where we say, Lord, I am going to walk in your holiness. Yeah. I'm going to walk in your holiness. I'm not going to mix the stuff with the world and your holiness and act like it's okay, which goes back to our message yesterday about being an ambassador. Yeah. You know, you're, you're an ambassador every second of every day, whether people are around or not, because, you know, it tells us to abstain from the appearance of evil. It tells us to uh, have that character, have that character and, and not have a bad character in front of people. But how about ourselves? Yeah. Because what happens when we're not truly repentant and we know that we haven't been? You know, and that's part of what you were you were dealing with is yeah. now I've affected my own, you know, don't affect somebody else's conscience, don't affect the conscience, you know, but I've affected my own conscience. Mm -hmm. And now my conscience is making it hard to have faith sure. to believe for the blessing and mercy of God because I've done. So instead of that, we just have to, Stray from that sinful path. Stray from the common, the pro, which God calls profane. The, the things of the world, they're common, they're profane. That's why, um, you know, years ago, uh, I, well, I, I said I want this to be a conversation, not a monologue, and I just broke it. So, <laughs> But years ago, we had, um, you know, we thought we were doing the right thing, and we watched, like, the Super Bowl in the old church, yeah. and we watched it in the sanctuary. And uh, we got to the end of that, and just in my spirit, 
Remember, we, we, we have the royal law of love written on our yeah. heart now. It's not just written in, in word. He writes it on our heart by the Holy Ghost. We got to the end of that, and I just felt that the Holy Spirit was grieved. And I was like, oh, I don't like that. Why are you, why, why are you grieved, Lord? What, yeah. what is wrong? I was like, something's not right. What is that? And he, and he said, you took this sanctuary and you turned it into a football stadium. And you took a holy place, you know, and it's not the room that releases the power of right. God. It's God in the room, right? But this is a place where you, and you brought a mixture into a place that I want to bring my holiness. Yeah. And, and it's not, again, it's not just sin, but it did grieve the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I knew we're never doing that again. We're not bringing that into so even in like weddings or marriages, if somebody came in and they wanted to, you know, they wanted to come and have a wedding, like we're not playing worldly music in that place. This is a place yeah. where the holy presence of God comes and dwells with us. And we we have a conviction. You might not have it for your church, but we have a conviction yeah. to keep it holy and pure and not have a mixture in that place. Yeah. And so we watched that. I mean, I was walking through the sanctuary one day and somebody had some worldly music playing on their phone. I'm like, no, we don't, we don't do that anymore, you mm -hmm. know? And uh, why? Because that's, a, but you know what we also have? Healings and miracles and incurable diseases yeah. healed. You know, we have people that are that are convicted by the Holy Ghost on a regular basis. We have the power of God in that yeah. place. Um, not every not every church has that. So, <laughs> no, it's true. Like, I I was there for when we did the Super Bowl. Um, mm. We did it like twice, I think. Well, no, just the once. I don't remember. We did something else in there, like a party type thing. But I remember it was really interesting watching people have to deal with it because yeah. you making that decision for the body presented it to everybody in a way that I don't think everybody had ever thought of it before is yeah. mixing the common and the profane uh, yeah. or mixing the holy and the profane and having it turn common. And one of the things that I, <laughs> I was literally talking to the Lord yesterday about, um, is one of the benefits of, of being planted here at Boomerang is you, like, there are so many little things, not, not big things, but little minute things that I'm aware of at this point in time that I, I wasn't aware of, things that I know the Holy Spirit prefers, things I know that yeah, the Lord doesn't so like. Good. And that's really what the biggest aspect of yesterday was, was when those... And I'm like, I can already tell that I'm probably going to tear up talking about it. But when I had that, that doubt try to come in the realm of um, fear and just doubting whether or not the Lord could or would help, it wasn't so much that he wouldn't help me. It was, I knew I'd done something that hurt his heart. Yeah. Again, not that it was sin, but just that I had treated yeah. it casually I was like, ah, crap, <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry that I hurt you because, yeah. you know, it goes to that story that Brother Jesse talks about where he was in his office one day, Jesse Duplantis, he was in his office and he was, he had all these meetings and stuff done, but he was praying with the Lord and he could sense in his spirit that the Lord was sad. 
yeah. like something was something yeah. was off, and he's like, "Are you okay?" And he felt he said he felt silly, but he's like, "I asked the Lord, like, are you okay?" Yeah. And the Lord was like, "I'm, I'm kind of grieved, like some yeah. not by Brother Jesse, but someone somewhere had yeah. done something." Yeah. And Brother Jesse cleared his entire schedule. And just minister to the Lord that whole day. He's yeah. like, I don't want you grieved. I want you pleased. Yeah. And that yesterday is what more than anything had had me impacted. Because I was like, I flirted around with something that to most people yeah. would not have been a big thing. Like, it, I can guarantee you if I shared it on here, like the thing that pastor had recommended that I that I focus on to 99% of people, it would not matter. Yeah. It would be, well, whatever. Yeah. But it did. No big deal. But it, yeah. And it, it mattered to the Lord. Yeah. I was like, ah, stink. I love you better than that. Like, yeah. I, I should. I yeah. should love you more than that. And I love myself in that moment. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry. And that's what hurt, was yeah. knowing his heart and having that time with him and then just being like, ah, crud. <laughs> I, Yeah. Well, and, and so on that, see, when we get to that place, here's our experience in this world sure. has been this, that when we do that to other people, they're upset with us, and then it takes them a while to get over it. <laughs> yeah, right? sure. And so we take our experience, we take our experience with the world, and we attribute that to God. Yeah. And and we think that he's going to take a while to get over that with us and be mad at us, that he's not quick to forgive. Yeah. And we attribute what we've seen in our experience. We attribute that. Here you go. Thanks, Marky. <laughs> we attribute that. Um, welcome to What's the Word. Yeah, we're happy to I make you, you cry today. I made you cry today. <laughs> you Glory didn't. To I made myself cry today. <laughs> so, <laughs> that wasn't but, you. Yeah. Another <laughs> successful program. This <laughs> <laughs> is nothing like our first counseling for. I'll tell you what, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it, your your first <laughs> counseling were like the... <laughs> and out the door. <laughs> and then we talk in the phone later. And then I cry Are more. You okay? <laughs> I'm fine. I for yeah. sure wasn't laughing at any point in time. No, no one would no. be watching. <laughs> this wasn't even counseling. This no. was you and the Lord. So was I didn't even talking. have I was just here. Yeah. <laughs> he gets to do yeah. it now a lot. <laughs> so I wouldn't listen to him yeah. before. I had to come through you. Yeah. I, I was like, no way that's him. I understand. Um, there's but a lot of times we'll attribute the character of man yeah. to God. And it's the same thing, before I come back to that, the same thing like with our family and our, our dads, you know, we see a dad that has corruption, a father sure. that misses it at times, you know. Um, I've tried to be the best dad that I can be, the most godly father that I can be, and we have great kids and we have great success stories, but there's been times where I've missed it, you know, and I've just like, God, that was a heel move, you know, that was, and, 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 but kids, and this is why I'll tell parents is kids will look at God the way they look at you. If you tell them you're going to do something, you don't do it. That's the way they think God will do it, yeah. you know, and you need to pay attention to those things. Teach kids how to think and process through, but 
But the issue is if they see a dad that holds a grudge against them for weeks or a month or something or years, they think God will. And they're, gonna, they're going to attribute the world's way to God. And, of course, that's a major mistake because that's not who God is. Whereas you may turn, you may mess up with somebody and turn to them like, like that's fine, I'm glad you apologized, but I'm still mad at you. you know? yeah. But that's not the way God is. Yeah. He is quick to forgive, and he is quick to forgive. And so whereas with the world, you may turn and say, I'm so sorry, and they're like, okay, fine. But you know there's still that thing. They're still holding it. Yeah. And then there's like this, this like uncomfortable zone you're in for the next few months, and, and all of a sudden you're like, and maybe it works out. Maybe it doesn't. But you have this idea of, you know, they might not ever forgive me. Yeah. This relationship might be gone forever. But see, that's not the way it is with God. Yeah. That is the way it is with corrupted man. But yeah. that is not, when you have those moments, and yeah, I, all right, I sowed some dumb seed, you know. I, I sowed and did some dumb stuff. But when you, when you turn to God and you're like, oh, Lord, I really want to change, but not really, you know. Okay, then you still are not in fellowship properly, yeah. right? But when your heart really goes to what yeah. you just did, what you just did live, you know, and said to him yesterday, and your heart's like, no, Lord, I, I truly, I'm sorry I grieved you. And, and, and I, am, I am legitimately, with all of my heart, changing this right now. Yeah. I'm loving the Lord my God with all of my heart, soul, mind, and strength, Right? I'm not just giving you a part of me, but with yeah. everything that I am, I'm seeking to make this change. And, and granted, I might be lax. I might be weak in may, being able to make this change. I need your help. But it's not what you're lacking in your skill set with him. It's where your heart is towards him. And your whole heart turns toward him. Remember, you know, everybody likes to quote you know, around Jeremiah 29, 11, when you seek all your heart, and, you know, in verse 7, then it goes on, I know the plans I have for you, but part of those plans come because we give him our whole heart, yeah. right? And so then in that moment, in that moment, you, you take that and you say, Lord, I give you my whole heart. You don't have an earthly person. They'll be like, okay, fine, but I'm still mad at you. Or, or you don't have the worry of, well, maybe they'll never forgive me and right. our relationship will never be the same again. No, that's not the way it is with God. You know who he is according to his word. You yeah. know his character. And when you turn your whole heart towards him, he is quick to completely forgive, yeah. give you that hand up and help you. And that is instantaneous. It's not like, okay, keep, you know, he, whereas with people, they don't know yeah. your heart. And so they have to see fruit to tell your heart. With God, he knows your heart instantaneously. There's no fruit to prove. He already can see your heart. So he's not having to wait. But the issue is, is our heart where it should be? Yeah. Now, is it really there? And as soon as our heart is at that place, no, Lord, because our repentance is a heart of love. And when our heart matches his heart, he already knows it. He doesn't have to see fruit prove out. You need to see fruit prove out. People need to see fruit prove out. Yeah. They don't have discernment. They're not all knowing like God is, right. but God sees it. Boom, there's your heart. Boom, there's your heart. Boom, there's your heart. And he goes, forgiven, not holding anything against you. 
And, and all the mercy can go to work in his help in that moment. And so the key is that we just turn to him in that way. Yeah. And we receive that you know, with a true heartfelt repentance. Amen. Lord God. The, the question that just keeps coming to me is like the what's your why? We ask that all the time on the mm -hmm. broadcast. What's your why? Like, why are you repenting? Is it, is it because, no, I, I, I really want to be pleasing to God. I really, you know, like you were saying, you could hear your heart in that. Is I just, yeah. like, God, I, I love you, and I want, I want things to be right. And so, yeah. you know, that, yeah. that's the, the proper heart of, of repentance. It's not, oops, I missed it. Um, I don't want to go to hell. Lord, sorry. Yeah. You know, like that's we just don't right. want the punishment. Which yeah. we've all done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Every one of us have done yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Worldly repentance, very, very clearly, godly repentance leads to, or godly sorrow yeah. leads to repentance. Worldly sorrow is just not wanting to pay the payment, not yeah. wanting to pay the punishment. You know, yeah. that's, that's the difference. And so if we're just sorry we got caught and wish that we didn't have to pay, oh, man, I messed up, wish I didn't have to pay that, that's not godly sorrow. Yeah. That's not godly repentance. You know, we, godly repentance or godly sorrow leads to repentance. And yeah. that means it's actual heart and action change. So we have to do that. And that's rooted in love. Yes, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's rooted in the... The character and nature of God's love, and so, like Lord, I want to change this. And watch this. This is a this is a good thing to gauge it. Is I want to change this, no matter what it costs me. Yeah. I want it to be right, even if it costs me. Something. Yeah. I don't care what the cost is. I want to give to you unconditionally, even if the cost is high. Condition. Yeah. You see, yeah. and so if it's. So that's why a lot of times when people repent or, or they have a false repentance, um, they're really just concerned of, did I get out of it? Mm -hmm. did I get, can I get out of what I have to pay? Yeah. And that's the main priority of their thinking is, do I have to pay this? Whereas true heartfelt repentance is, even if I have to pay this, I want to do this right, yeah. Lord, even if I have to, you know. Um, and a lot of times when you get in true repentance, you don't have to pay it because he's already paid it. But the issue is you can't just go into it thinking, well, I'm going to give some real heart repentance so I don't have to pay. You know, it's, a, it's one of those things where, no, I just I really don't care. I want to make sure I'm doing this right, yeah. that it's holy. Now you're operating in love, and that's where love and his mercy, backed by his love, can go to work in yeah. your life. So it all comes back down to the heart. The part, I mean, reading through Matthew is just exciting anyway. But <laughs> the part this morning that stuck out to me, and it sticks out to me anytime I read through Matthew 5, 6, and 7, is when the Lord, <laughs> if the Lord says something once, it's important. If the Lord yeah. repeats it twice, the, the Lord doesn't do that often in his word. Um, like he, he says what he means. So if he says it again, it's important. And in Matthew 6, I believe, when he's talking about, you know, praying and fasting in particular, like he says twice, these things you're to do in secret because the Father rewards, I'm paraphrasing, but the Father rewards what's done in secret. And yeah. that mixed with all of Matthew 6, the end of Matthew 6, the beginning of Matthew 7, which is about not worrying and not judging other people, you know, taking care of yourself. The Lord 
and I have talked many times about who you are, and you and I have talked about it several times, who you are in private is who you are. Yes. Like, yes. it's not a matter of who other people see you to be. That's right. Who you are in private is who you actually yeah. are. So, you know, I taking me, I could be the best speaker that there ever has been. I can minister well. You know, I can pray yeah. well. I can teach others and lead others. But if privately by myself, I'm contradictory to that, that's not false spirit. That's actually who Barrett yeah, really that's is. Right. Because that's who I'm comfortable being in front of the Lord, not yeah. putting on in front of other people. Yeah. So when when you get to Matthew 7, I think 7 through 11, and he's talking about ask, that's how you get to that point is privately you're consecrated to him, not just publicly, privately yeah. you are given to him. Privately you give yourself, your life, your decisions, your thoughts to him. And that's how he can be a rewarder because privately when you're away from other people, it's you're not different. You are hungering after him. Yeah. You're still making him that priority. And that, yeah. that for me is one of those things that I've had opportunity with in the past is, you know, publicly I'll do great. And then at home it's, oh, it's relaxed time. But yeah. there's no time to relax in holiness. There's no yeah. time to relax in the things of God if it grieves him. Yeah. If, he, if he hasn't said stop, then I can't stop. Yeah. And he can't reward the things that are anti him. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he can't be that person. So th that stood out to me this morning as I was reading through again, because it's, it's <laughs> in the columns, they're literally like, here, the, what you do privately, God, God is able to reward. What you do yeah. privately, God's able to reward. Yeah. So don't just do it in front of other people. Privately, he, he has to have me. Yeah. He has to have my heart. That's right. It's interesting watching the messages that we've had recently yeah. at Boomerang, you know, and just the, <laughs> like, it just watching him, he's preparing his people to receive an abundance. But you, he doesn't want you just to receive an abundance one time. He wants to be a, it to be an ongoing abundance, which has everything to do with our character. Yeah. You know, you are who you are in private. You mm -hmm. know, you are. Um, I love, I love, and we've said that so many times in different ways. Who you are in private is who you are. Um, be a good thing to put out, you know, and on social media is uh, put it in the comments, you know, who, who you are in private is who you are. Yeah. And um, you're easily angered. Yeah. You're, you've been I, an angry person. I remember, <laughs> I remember when, um, you know, for example, I remember when uh, President Clinton had the whole deal in the Oval Office, you know, and uh, there was so many people standing up and they were saying, well, that's his private life. No, it's not his private life. That's who you are. That's and that's and the reason you see people trying to defend that is because they want their private life not to count either. Yeah. That's the issue. They yeah. want their private life not to count either against who they are. And so they're easy to defend that because they know they have their own issues there and they don't want to face them. Um one thing I, I've really seen recently, I've been meditating on this a lot is that uh, a lot of times, this is a really wrong mentality, but because, and it's contrary to the Bible, contrary to Christ, and that is instead of focusing on myself, I want to change my environment. Yeah. And so, like in that situation, instead of focusing on my own private life, let me change the environment and let's, let's spin 
or, or slant the environment so that we get everybody to accept your private life as your own. Right. And, but no, that's who you are. Who you are in private is who you are. And um, so you watch that, and Jesus says this. He, so you'll see a lot of times that people want to change their environment instead of changing themselves. And what, but what does the Bible say? It says, get the log out of your own yeah. eye before you get the speck out of others, right? There may be a speck, and there may be a problem in society, but before you go trying to deal with that, you deal with you. Yep. You know, you deal with you. Yep. And uh, But what we'll find is that when we deal with us, we have the ability to, ability to help change the environment. We don't really, if you look at that scripture, you really don't have an anointing to change an environment until you deal with you. Yeah. And that's a, that's a major concept that's missed, even in the pulpit in many, many yeah. places. But that in dealing with ourselves, we have to give ourselves to the standard of the word. Let God judge us. And us judge ourselves, be self-aware of those things, and repent. You know, yeah. today we're really, one of the things we're talking about is, you know, how quick will God forgive me? You know, how quick will God forgive me? That's really what we've been talking yeah. about. And the answer is super quick. In an instant, one breath of a change of heart, he'll, he'll forgive you if it's a true change of heart. Right. You know, if it's a true change of heart. But Marky had a question earlier, and... Um, yeah, I'll, thank you, Grayson, for putting that. She said, you don't have an anointing to change your surroundings until you deal with you. And you've heard me say this to you, and as leaders, as ministers, uh, your first ministry is yourself. You know, and, and you see that in with Timothy when he says, you know, Timothy, study to show yourself approved, mm -hmm. right? Uh, our first ministry as ministers is to ourselves. And if yeah. you if you neglect that, your ministry to others will fall down too very quickly because you'll start imparting uh, yourself. You always are imparting who you are. So a lot of people have problem with where they are as a minister, but they don't realize that God can't really promote them until they deal with themselves. Yeah. You know, sometimes men, sometimes men, will promote a gift before God promotes it. And they may become nationally known, but it wasn't God who did the promoting. It was men, and God didn't build the house. And so when the house falls, we look to blame God, yeah. but it was men who put that person up there, right? Mm -hmm. Because we felt good. We liked what they said. We recognized the gift. But you have to, and I think it's very important for us to have the character that says, Lord, don't let me get to a place that I don't need to be. You know, don't let me get to a place that I don't need to be. Um, let me let me grow as my character grows, which, of course, see, all of this lines up with Scripture. You know, beloved, above all things, I wish that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers or the core of who you are prospers. So Marky had a question earlier, and um, she said, when you know your heart isn't right, how do you quickly get it right? And the, and the key to that is you've got to examine what's in your heart. You have to be self-aware of what's actually there and, and maybe sometimes why it's there. And the thing that does that is the word in uh, Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, as piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit of both joints and marrow, and able to judge the thoughts 
and the intentions of the heart. So we need to be steadily in the word, have a diet of the word in our lives, meditate on that word, constantly be willing for the word to shine its light on who we are and be willing to judge ourselves, not according to what we say, unless what we say lines up with the word. We need to constantly judge ourselves according to the standard of a supernatural word of God, you know. And as we do that and we meditate on that, as we meditate on that word, that word will go and it'll identify the strands that need to be removed, the strands that are right. Um, And it'll help us quickly do that, but we need to meditate on that and not shy away from that. That goes back to humility. And humility is saying that although I'm born again and my spirit man is pure and perfect, made in God's image, my soul and my flesh is not completely renewed. My flesh is always in in, uh, uh, a war against my spirit, and I recognize the potential for that to be there and I'm not saying that I I'm not don't have that potential. I do have that potential. As long as I have flesh, I do have that potential. That doesn't mean I'm going to sin. It just means there's a potential there. And I have to recognize, and I have a potential for bias. I have a potential for the wrong thoughts. I have the potential for the wrong feelings. And I even have the potential for those thoughts and feelings for myself to attribute those to God. Yep. And without humility then I'll just keep all that stuff locked in a box. But humility opens up the box for the Word of God to look and go through and say, this is something that needs out of there. This is something that needs out of there. But so I can be in, watch this, I can be in the Word, but not humble myself to the Word. So I remember, hear the Word, but not in the same passage, but not mingle the Word with faith to change. Yeah. And, and it will profit me no, no thing. You know, there's, it won't profit me. Yeah. So I can, I've watched people, and they can be in the Word all day long, every day, but if they're not giving themselves to change, they're still keeping all of who they are locked up in a box. The Word's passing over the box. The Word's there, and it's present to do it, but they're not giving the Word access to who they actually are. Humility unlocks that box and says, Hey, Lord, show me. Yeah. Show me. I yield to you. Whatever you need to show me, show me. And that's a huge, and then what happens when you do that? You're giving the Lord your whole heart. Oh, he's so merciful, and he's so graceful. And there there have been things in my life where I'm like, oh, God, that was the dumbest thing. But, Lord, I give myself to you. If I have to pay a price, I'll pay a price. But And, and the Lord's like, he just goes, no, nah, that's forgiven. Come on with me. And, and, it, and it's like, oh, wow, that was so easy. One of, the, one of the greatest areas of that is if you ever go to somebody and repent to them, like, I'm sorry that I did this. There is a power of God's love that moves into that moment. Yeah. And it is like, oh, my goodness, and it's so gentle, and it's so easy. But it, before that, our flesh is going, no, you don't want to talk to them. No, no, don't, don't repent to them. Don't go tell them you're sorry. You know, no, this is going to be so hard, you know. And that's what your flesh is doing, warring against the spirit. And then you go, and you're like, oh, that was so easy. That went so easy, and yeah. especially if it's somebody who understands the love, love of God. And uh, it's amazing how much our flesh fights against the right things we should yeah. do. How much our flesh fights against that, you know. Amen. Amen. We want to we wanna pray on, uh, with you today. And let's just pray this together. Just make this the cry of your heart. Is that, Lord, 
today, Lord, we repent with all of our heart. We receive your love and your mercy in its fullness. And Lord, in all humility, we open up our, the core of who we are. Let your love shine its light on us. We ask you to show us those areas that need to change. And we ask you to give us the strength to change it. Show us those things. Show us your wisdom. And Lord, we receive your wisdom to change today. And we receive your forgiveness. We just for, we ask for your forgiveness and we repent with all of our heart. Lord, we're not doing that again. We're not going down that path again. We're not mixing the holy and the profane. We're willing to do whatever we need to do or go through whatever we need to go through to get it right. And we know that you will give us your love, your forgiveness, your power to go through so quickly. Lord, look at our hearts. Judge our hearts. Help us to judge our own hearts. And Father, let us move together in fullness. And Lord, right now for every person that's praying, let your love and your mercy overflow them, Lord. Overflow them in such a powerful way. Overflow them in Jesus' name. We thank you and we praise you. We give you the glory and the honor and the praise. All thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy in every area, in every situation. We praise you and worship you. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. We just love you so very much. And if you receive that, then you receive truly a blessing of the Lord today. And uh, just walk in that, you know, just walk out of this, out of this broadcast with that love and that forgiveness. And now just move on to the heights that God's called you to. And so we praise God for you. If you would like to give today, you can go to giveww.org and uh, just you're welcome to give one time or give recurring cash app, Venmo, PayPal, text to give, cryptocurrency, whatever it is that you would love Uh, that the Lord's leading you to give. Just be led by God. Don't give under compulsion. Just give as the Lord leads you, Uh, but let the Lord lead you. Let the Lord lead you because there's always a a blessing in obedience to God. Uh, There's so much blessing. Have y'all seen blessing in obedience to God? (laughs) Amen. And he's wanting to pour it out for everybody who's given today. Father, we just thank you. Let your blessing be on that seed, on that obedience. Let it be pressed down, shaken together, running over into their lives as we take this good news around the world by broadcast, as we go to the different places, Lord. And we just thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. We want to tell you a little bit about what we're doing just beyond Albemarle. You know, we have Boomerang Church here. We have What's Right. But beyond Albemarle, you know, we're going around the world. I have I have a, uh, a basically a big ministry in Philippines that's asked, asked me to go along and be a part of their crusade, somewhere upwards of ten to 30,000 people that will wow. be there. It takes money to get there, so when you sow, you're actually being a part of that. In a couple of weeks, I'm going to train the leadership of a church on leadership principles. Uh, they're excited. I'm like getting reports like, they're so ready for you to come and teach this, which is so awesome to see people that are hungry to grow and go after everything that you sow. It gives to that 
uh, gives to this broadcast. Every single day, lives are being changed, testimonies. I was sitting there over the weekend, and there were like uh, little emails coming in to me. Yeah. Somebody who was watching the broadcast and just saying, "I needed this. This was so on time." They were they were catching up on the What's Right broadcast, yeah. Lunch Plus, and they were like, "Oh, I needed this. This change this change in my life. You know that kind of thing." And uh, that's happening all the time, yeah. even while we're not here live, you know. Yeah. And when you sow, that's what you're sowing into, getting that news out there, the love of God and his mercy helping people all over the earth. And so thank you for what you do. Thank you for being partners with us. Pray for us for wisdom, for mercy, for ongoing multiplied increase. This is our year yeah. of multiplied increase in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I'll tell you this. If you didn't listen to the last couple of weeks at Boomerang and and on Sunday morning and the last week, last couple of weeks of the What's Right broadcast, I'm telling you, the anointing was on it last week, uh, all week yeah. long. Well, I think the week before we were off, but all week long, it just, the power of God was on those broadcasts. Go back, yeah. make sure you pick them up and watch them. And uh, we love you so very much. We'll see you tomorrow at 1130. And we praise God for you. Thank you all for being here today. Amen. It was Amen. good. You like the new chairs? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we love y'all. See you tomorrow. Hey, guys, there was a huge anointing on that. One way that you can help this video out, help spread the word, is by subscribing to this channel if you haven't. Go ahead and like this video. You can copy this link and put it on your Facebook. Put it on your Twitter. Text it out to your friends and family People need to hear this, whether they've heard it a hundred times or no times, there is an anointing on it for right now. So share it, help get this word out. We also are super, super excited to tell you about Kickstart. It's coming up at the beginning of February, February 7th through the 11th. Go ahead and mark your calendars now. You are going to want to be here and you're going to want to be here every single night the anointing is always so powerful, and there is already an anointing on this year. Great things are happening. I'm so excited for what's going to be happening. It's every night at 6.30. You are not going to want to miss it. I'm excited to see you there. But until then, we'll see you tomorrow at 11.30. Bye.